What's going on, Clipper Nation? Whoa, new intro. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Anyways, it's me, William, the Opinion Update. And I am Positive Chuck Lockler. We're your friendly neighborhood Clippers podcast. Just a couple of best friends and Clipper credential media folks who bring you Locked On Clips five days a week. Five days a week, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. these episodes come out. It's a great time. Absolutely. Anyways, we got a heck of a show lined up for you today. We're going to kick things off with a preview of the upcoming matchup against the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Cleaner injury report for the Clippers in terms yes. of the Clippers for yes. this one. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to get into what we need to do well as well as what could go wrong in that one. Give you a couple of key matchups to take a look at. Mm-hmm. And then in segment two, we're going to be talking a little bit about the playoff rotations. This is all merely speculation. Oh, yeah. We're just sitting uh, on the front porch for this one. But we're going to discuss sort of where the pecking order is uh, in, in terms of position and, and, and what we're looking at. And then, in shavings, a new locked-on beef has emerged. <laughs> it really has. <laughs> Welcome to hell. <laughs> uh, and then, we got a Love, Mary, Quarantine for you. Every single Friday, we do a Love, Mary, Quarantine. Basically, we rank something arbitrarily related to the Clippers. Yep. And we're either loving it, we're marrying it, or we're quarantining it. This one is weird injury designations used to rest players. Gotta so get stay that tuned rest. for that. But before we get into it, gotta let you know today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Clippers versus Rockets, Friday night. Everyone is very excited. No, <laughs> no Serge Bever Kawhi, all yeah. expected. Yep. Um, Rondo is, however, questionable with wrist inflammation, mm-hmm. which kind of, I don't really want him to play with wrist inflammation I think it's, at all. I, I think they should maybe sit him. I think it's cool if we don't. If you if we sit him? Yeah, if we don't play him. Yeah, I think I, I would be fine with that. I want Rondo healthy. <laughs> like, <laughs> Look, I, part of me is like, obviously it's good to build up, you know, sort of the reps, but if... Tyloo is still holding some things for the playoffs. Like, this isn't the game that he's going to test stuff in. Right. You know, and Rondo's already so far up to speed. Yeah, I, exactly. I, like, I don't really His see a already whole lot been of, there. Yeah, I don't really see as much benefit in him playing this as much as, like, deeper rotation guys getting heavier reps. Yeah, for sure. Um, the Rockets have lost their last two and have not broken 103 of their last four games. Yikes. Bit of an up and down go for them. Feels a bit maybe like a trap game. Could be. This Could is. be. Let's get into what we need to do well. I think the big thing is just going to be moving the ball. Uh, yes. We, last time we faced the Rockets, we hit 31 assists on 48 made field goals. Love it. Uh, which is great. It, this is going to just make them work harder on defense. Yeah. Um, already not great in that regard. but <laughs> No, they're not very good at last <laughs> <laughs> Making them have to consider the whole floor uh, is definitely going to make things even harder for them. And then for the Rockets, they're likely going to be down Kevin Porter Jr., yes. uh, who is a major facilitator for them. He had 13 of Houston's 28 assists last outing. He had a triple-double, I think. Or was pretty damn close to it. Huh? Good for him. <laughs> um, we need to dominate the glass. We need to... It's very possible. The Rockets are not a good rebounding team. We've kind of found it weirdly hard to, like, assert ourselves against bad rebounding teams, mm-hmm. which is something that's kind of interesting. I'm not worried about it. It's just one of those things where when it comes to rebounding, we seemingly kind of play to the other team's level. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but the Rockets are 24th in defensive rebound percentage and 28th in offensive rebound percentage. So yeah. this is a game where we can really assert ourselves. Really excited to see what Zoo 
um, kind of brings to the table in this one. And you can put a note in here. They beat us in rebounds last game. Beat us in total rebounds. <laughs> it makes no sense. It, it wasn't by like a whole lot, but they did beat us there. And they doubled us up in second chance scoring, Oof. Uh, which is one of those things that, you know, could be a difference maker if this is a closer game. Yeah. Uh, so another thing we need to do well is just play solid defense. We started out really rough in the last one. We were down by almost 15 <laughs> at one point. We lost the first quarter and a half yeah. of this game and then really took control. The paint defense is going to be pretty crucial here. The Rockets are top 10 in in percentage of field goal attempts in the paint, so mm-hmm. they, they like to get there. Not for lack of, of trying from deep. Field. Oh, we're going to talk uh, about that and what could go wrong. They take quite a few threes. <laughs> yeah. um, they just aren't making them. Uh, another thing we need to do defensively is just watch the fouls. They took 27 free throw attempts last game against us. We took 13. Uh, they only shot 70% on those attempts, so... That's it's, you know it's, yeah. it's marginally closer if they they make some more. I mean it was a seventeen point win, so <laughs> not much closer. But you know, uh, and they're just outside the top ten free throw attempt rate. They're going to the line on about a quarter of their field goal attempts. So wow, yeah, that's weird, especially considering how many threes they take. Um, what is there anything else we need to do well? No, just play good. You know, just, just play good basketball. It's that easy. What could go wrong? We talked about it a little bit just now but if they find a good rhythm from outside the volume is there for them to be pesky they take the third most threes in the league yeah. however they shoot a league worst 33% yikes and but this is how you lose a game Definitely. like this Definitely. right i mean there's a reason you and i were talking about this before there's got to be a reason they're taking them, right? <laughs> there like, has to be some I mean, belief. There, yeah, there's some belief that some of these are going to fall down yeah. at some point, right? Theoretically, yes. Here's how I would here's how I'm going to try and watch this game. If the Clippers are playing good defense and the Rockets just happen to be making really difficult shots, you just got to live with it. Yeah. But if we don't look locked in in the beginning and they're getting open looks and there's just miscommunication, then it's going to be like what the hell are we doing here? Let's tighten it up a little bit. Got to tighten but, it up. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, finding a rhythm from outside. I mean, this that's going to be if the Clippers are to lose this game, how the Clippers lose this game. I'm yeah. pretty confident. I don't think it's going to be on the inside. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, another thing that could go wrong is if we struggle to stay hot and we, you know, we can't get stops, that could be an issue. We shot lights out last game, uh, which really pulled us out of this one. We shot 51% as a team on threes. Jesus. 58% on twos. Oof. Uh, like it. I, you know, I struggle to see us replicating that exactly. So true. But uh, would you be surprised if we did? I mean, with this team, I never, <laughs> never surprised. <laughs> but because I'm always surprised, always ahead. I am wondering if the pace might get to the Clippers in any way. Okay. Uh, the Rockets play at the fifth fastest pace in the league, and like he's mentioned, is top ten in free throw attempts per game. So. We if, saw a little bit of sluggishness kind of affecting the Clippers, yeah. too. I mean, it was the second night of a back-to-back, but that Grizzlies team plays pretty damn fast. They play very fast. If we if they get some early momentum with transition buckets, just might be a little dicey, you know? I don't want... And I don't know if we should give in to their pace or not. It's just that's going to be something to keep an eye on. Yeah, we smoked them in transition last game. I think we outscored them on... Uh, in transition, like, 17-3, to 3, I believe. Love it. That's awesome. Um, what's your key matchup for this game? 
Key matchup for this one. I'm looking at Reggie. I, I wonder if he could get a new season high. Oh. Uh, just with some of the absences. Okay. Probably a heavier kind of load for him. He had 26 in the last outing. He scored a season high 29 last week versus Detroit. Man, that was such a fun game. Would love to see from him break 30. Yeah. Uh, last time we played the Rockets, he took nine threes. <laughs> nine that's paul george numbers he hit six of them that's also paul george numbers (laughs) i am looking at paul george versus the toe edema okay got some well-deserved rest versus the grizzlies it's going to be fun to watch him kind of as full strength as paul george can be right now Really, it only seems to be the toe bothering him so that's good i hope he's aggressive early which has been a pattern during this absurd run of play yeah will we see another 30 pointer here's my take if everything goes well i don't even want to see him have to get 30. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. You know, definitely. I want him to be at like 26. And we're going to be like, yeah. And then it's going to be like, oh, well. It's well, just... I had 31 in that last one that we ended up winning. Yes. Which, I mean, necessary? Very necessary. <laughs> uh, didn't he score the last like six points for the Clips? What's your prediction for this game? I think the Clips are going to put this one away. Okay. Uh, like, I, I just struggle to see if we execute at even an average level, um, even with the absences. Uh, it's it, it's a difficult one for me to see us dropping. It's a very nice way to say that. Especially just where we are right now. Like, I mean, everything is just kind of clicking. Yeah, and I think the Rockets have like six guys out. Yeah. Um, which is a lot. Yeah, um, everything does feel like it's clicking. I think the streak's going to continue too. I would I would take the Clippers to beat the spread in this one. Do you think greater than double digits? Yes. I'm going to guess the spread is 12. Okay, it's a good call. If you want to know about the spread, check out betonline.ag. Hey. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking some playoff rotations. What's going to happen? Who are they? How much do they know? Uh, but first, we got to give a shout out to Bilt Bar. The new improved Bilt Bar has 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut for those of you with allergies, which they are sensitive to. My favorite new flavor is the uh, the coconut brownie chunk. Mm, it is good. You know, I'm not sure if that's recently fla- crowned, right? Recently crowned, best built bar. I'm not sure if those flavors are found together in nature, but I would love to see it if they were. <laughs> uh, built bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and easy to chew. As someone who has a bunch of fake teeth, that can help sometimes. Built bar is great for the health conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. These built bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for the keto diet. The peanut butter flavor is also very good. You got 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams sugar, 5 grams net carbs. Just a classic good protein bar flavor. Uh, Right now, you might be able to get a free cooler with purchase. While supplies last, this will only be for a limited time. Just a heads up. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Okay, so we're back, and we're talking about the playoff rotations. Yes. So, I mean, <laughs> it's it's difficult just given sort of the absences for the Clippers. I mean... Pretty large uh, spaces missing. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, as the time we're recording this, there there is at least a timetable for Patrick Beverly. So yes. it does appear as though he will be back and available. Or at least uh, reevaluated for the, for the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Um, however, surge, it's a little bit murkier. Yeah, we really have no idea what's going on with yeah. surge. Yeah. So that begs the question: what is the playoff rotation? <laughs> um well at the guard, I mean, I think the pecking order is Pat, 
I'm going to put Reggie probably ahead of Rondo, um, but we'll see. We'll see if that shifts, you know, matchup dependent. Based. Yeah, for sure. Um, then, yeah, Rondo, third spot, Kennard firmly four. <laughs> four. Man not in there. Oh, yeah, man actually probably man below Rondo above above Kennard. Yeah, so like we have we have the first jerseys, right? We have Kawhi, PG, Mook, Zoo. Um, I think Reggie's a for sure, Batum's for sure. Bev is for sure. So there's seven guys right there. Yeah. Um, more than likely to get minutes, man, Kennard, Serge, obviously health pending. Mm-hmm. And then probably out during the playoffs, Pat, Pat, Yogi, Boogie, Ochura. Ooh, I actually don't know about Pat, Pat. Um, I think dependent on Serge. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That worries me. I mean, that's reasonable. Um, I don't know. We still continue to see Pat Pack get minutes. So, <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> um, I mean, and right now, you know, it's sure there are still absences, but we saw it when Serge was in the lineup too at times. Yeah. Um, I had a tweet that whoever controls the universe just really wants Pat Pat minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 um, assuming full health, uh, I mean, both those guys obviously get, get pushed down and it's a little bit rockier. I mean, yeah. Yogi firmly out. Yogi, yeah, for sure. Kennard, pretty close to firmly out, to be perfectly honest. Nice. That's a good call. Um, um, yeah. I think he's probably out in the playoffs. So that's the thing, too, right? Like, when we're looking at this lineup, which is very deep in terms of shooting, right? Like, for what the Clippers need guys to do, they're very good at it. Mm-hmm. And so maybe in the earlier rounds, like, how much tinkering are you going to see from Ty Lue? Like, how much is going to be match-based, matchup dependent? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not against that at all. If the team's peaking I mean, at the, the right Cavs, time. Uh, the fabulous Sabrina Merchant. Um, oh, yeah. Shout out Sabrina. She brought up how, you know, with those Cavs teams sometimes, we he would play a different starting lineup for every round. Yeah. Very good point. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I... I I'm here for it, honestly. I think it makes sense. Um, I, I guess, I guess the level of change is is kind of dependent on, you know, what you think is really best for the Clippers matchups and like what level of versatility we truly have in a yeah. starting lineup in you playoff I mean? basketball. Yeah, you lens. know what I mean. Like, because I I'm really only seeing I I'm I'm seeing assuming full health we basically are going to see our regular starting lineup that we started the season with, but Morris instead of Batum. You think Zoo's still going to be on the bench? Uh, you think Serge I, will go back I to do, but let me, I mean, like, let me say, like, yeah. but that's the one of two changes that could possibly happen. Like, actually, that's probably the only change that could happen is if they if if we swap out Zoo over Serge to start for some game. Which I hope does. Because I don't really see them going with Reggie over Bev if healthy. Yeah, for sure. Um. You know, I, I could be wrong there, but I guess it's it's just like the jump isn't that much higher. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the def- like it, one cancels the other out. And I think that that's like an interesting thing looking at this team is that I feel that way, especially about the guard position. Like they're different players, but each of them has drawbacks that are, you know, like, yeah, that are um, 
paradoxical to the other guard. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Para what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Matt Bev does not have the north-south ability. Well, like Man and Canard is a great example, yes. right? <laughs> yeah, or, you know, Pat and Reggie, I see them as being like, a, a you know, yin and yang kind, For of, sure. kind of players. Um, and then Rondo is is much more utility, I suppose. Than Rondo's great with the second unit too, so I think that's going to be clutch in some that, early round stuff. I I would be very surprised surprised unless it was like we're down guys and it's a matchup based thing. If we saw Rondo in the starting lineup, just because I feel like that's just such a great ace in your pocket to have. Yeah, and that's kind of a big gamble. Like we just is that know an ace in your pocket. I mean, ace in the hole. There's also a card up your sleeve. <laughs> you mixed up a couple of them. Um, <laughs> And, yeah, and Reggie has just proven that kind of no matter who we're playing, he can be good enough in the starting lineup. Yeah, yeah. And we could see a situation, depending on Pat Bev's health, where if Reggie doesn't start, he could be the first sub in. Um, you know, yeah. when, the, for the very limited time uh, amount of time Pat Bev was healthy, he was limited there to about four-minute stretches. Yeah. Um, and I... Right now, from where I'm sitting, I'm seeing Reggie maybe being a little higher in the pecking order with the full starters than Rondo. For sure. Um, but probably that would shift to Rondo in closing lineups. I like Rondo off the bench for the same reason that they talked about why Lou Will was so good off the bench, because he would kind of, you know, he needed that, not needed that time, but he used that time to be like, okay, this is what the game is right now. Like this specific game, this is the flow, this is what we're looking for. And Rondo is you know not someone you want to give more time to prepare for, you know that's that's you know an excellent I mean? point that's an excellent point like, him, like rondo's gonna pick things up a lot quicker than maybe anyone else in the guard rotation off the bench for what tendencies are happening and what the other team is doing yeah absolutely no that's a, that's a great point um yeah him getting a chance to sort of read the floor before yeah. he's on it um yeah it could be really valuable and now we got to talk about search so how does Tyloo go about integrating Surge into a playoff rotation? Because here's like the lineup breakdowns with Surge. The most played lineup with Surge is 264 minutes of the old starting lineup mm -hmm. with uh, Batum in for Mook. Second most played lineup is 78 minutes of Reggie, Kawhi, PG, Batum, and Surge. So kind of the other old starting lineup when um, Bev was hurt. And the third most played lineup with Surge is 38 minutes of Luke, Man, Reggie, Batum, and Surge, which is a basically an extinct lineup. Yeah. So what does this look like? Do we only play him like with three or two of the starters that he's usually played with? Like, so I, there's I, been so much more ground made up by everyone else in terms of familiarity and high functioning half court basketball. Yeah, that it's interesting to look at. Yeah, and a so little terrifying. I, I I think that this is like the strongest argument for why when Serge is back, he'll be back in the starting lineup. He just has and, no other. Yeah, I mean, like it's just if if you want to talk about f familiarity or what, yeah. whatever reps, uh, he his are just with that starting unit. Um, yeah, you know, there's not going to be a whole lot of time <laughs> to get him integrated into a second no. unit. There's going to be less than ten games. Yeah, and Maybe we don't know what his five. minutes will look like when when. You know, I, I would assume they they would give him the start, but kind of stagger him minutes wise. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, he has the most familiarity with that starting unit, uh, and it's a different look when to, compared to when Zoo is out there too. It's a st stretchier. You know it, what I it, mean? Well, it's stretchier, and I think the biggest thing is honestly offensively. Um, 
I just don't know if you try to move surge to that second unit, how you can kind of like run new sets. Yeah, with, definitely. with so little time. For sure. Um, sure. I mean, I mean, of course there's an overlap between the two units, but mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, to me that would be like the biggest uh, sort of drawback um, if you have a healthy surge and he's not in the starting lineup, cause I don't feel like offensively he's as optimized on the second unit. Yeah. And what do we, what do we think happens if surge misses playoff time? Are we doing pat pat or are we doing zoo plus small ball? Uh, there will be some pat pat minutes, uh, for sure. Like for relief, some, yes, some middle relief from pat sure. pat. Uh, but yes, uh, I, I think that you're right on the money there. I think that we'll, we'll shift to possibly going a little bit smaller, but once again, it's going to be really matchup dependent because I, I mean, it really flummoxed the jazz. I don't, I, I, I don't love, know. I rewatched those highlights cause I'm like, this is just some beautiful basketball. right now. Yeah. Like, I don't know that it has that same effect on playoff jazz. I think on playoff jazz <laughs> for sure, but I don't know about some of the other opponents if it'll if it would be quite as effective. Like I kind of think the Suns would could maybe eat like feast on that. Um, yeah, Ty's gonna make a lot of quick adjustments, and I'm excited to see this. Yeah, that's what I'm excited for. And really quick before we move on to locked on beasts, what's your preferred closing lineup for the Clippers for the playoffs? Preferred closing lineup. And we're talking a game where we need to close. Obviously, our preferred closing lineup for a finals game is like Luke Kennard, Daniel Like, Oturu, So we're down Amir or we Coffey. have a lead? We're down four. Down four. With, with three minutes left. So virtually a tie game. <laughs> yeah. And this is assuming everyone is healthy? Yeah. Um. Well, I definitely want... I, th I definitely want Zoo, Zoo, Moo, Kawhi, PG. And, man, this one's really tough. I guess I might go Rondo. Interesting. I might go closing Rondo, but Reggie is the, who I'm flip-flopping against. I was going to say, if we're healthy, Bev. I like the defensive aspect of it. Yeah. He just brings more than those two other guys. The shooting is there. Yeah. But needing to get guys into sets is going to be important. And if there's a transition opportunity, Rondo's going to find it. Yeah. For sure. It really kind of only hinges on that point guard spot. And I think it's matchup dependent. Yeah. For Tyloo. And the thing I like about Reggie is he just does offer... A, he offers a different off-the-dribble quality than either of those two guards. Though we have started to see Rondo go for the rim a, a little bit more. Yeah, he's um, a lot more drives than yeah, he did in Atlanta. Which which I wasn't quite as expecting. So I guess yeah. that's the only reason that I would maybe put those two above Bev. Mm -hmm. um, just because there are already so many capable defenders there. Um, right, yeah, it's not like we're trotting out. Scrubs. Yeah, yeah. But if you need to just hold a lead... I'm I'm probably leaning I'm probably leaning bet. Yeah, that's a good call. Oh, I am so excited for Clippers playoff basketball. Uh, coming up, we're gonna be talking Kevin O'Connor just blatantly not watching the Clippers, and then a fantastic love Mary quarantine. But first, Will betting. Where can I do it? Who do I do it with? The only place to do it with is Bet Online. Look, it's the only place we trust with our online bets. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football, long over. College basketball. <laughs> 
Dunzo. Get it out of here. But the NBA, the NHL, and the MLB are all in full swing. But Bet Online doesn't just cover sports, they cover awards, TV shows, and reality TV. You can get real time, updated odds, and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus that's on top of your first deposit. Bet Online. Your online sportsbook experts. Don't forget about that promo code locked on. Okay, welcome to Shaving Slash Love Mary Quarantine. Hey. Actually, welcome to Locked On Beefs. <laughs> New segment we got. It's beef. It's beef time. Shout out Les Schwab. <laughs> Where's the beef? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shout out Les Schwab. Anyone else who used to uh, buy tires and get some free beef? Les Schwab. Um, so Kevin O'Connor doesn't watch the Clippers. Yeah. Which is totally fine. Yeah. You don't have to watch the Clippers. Um, but if you're going to talk about how the Clippers are contenders, it would help to... How can I put this? <laughs> was he talking about how they were contenders, though? Because yes. from the audio, it almost seemed like that segment was sprung on him. And he was like, <laughs> yeah, they're contenders. The way it was presented on social media was the Clippers are contenders. <laughs> uh, with quotes and then Kevin O'Connor's. It, he like we all know that they're contenders. Very true. That's good. But in the segment, it's very clear that he's watched maybe one game. Definitely checked out a box score. And they say that because he talks about the rotation of different styles of bigs that the Clippers have, which <laughs> which is just interesting. And he mentions Boogie and young big man entering the rotation Oturu. So I think the boogie thing is legitimate. Uh, we've seen him get doubled. Sure. I mean, like, look. Not in the relation to them being contenders, though. Like, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, he doesn't mention Zoo. He doesn't mention, like, I just, this is. He doesn't mention who? Zoo. Or okay. Serge. <laughs> who? I'm sorry, that man? Um, like, you either talk about Daniel Oturu if you watch the Clippers a bunch or have never watched them. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you're either me talking to my family and you're like, well, Oturu gets pretty limited minutes, but it's pretty good. And they're like, what the hell are you talking about? Or you're like, oh, yeah, I think they got that good, versatile young big. Uh, 53 seconds played last game. Daniel Oturu. <laughs> I liked what he was doing. Just have your information. Just have the right information. Also, shout out Oturu. He deserved that shout out. I look. I love Oturu. We would love it if he was legitimately um, entering the rotation in any real way, because we wouldn't have to see Patrick Patterson minutes. But he's not, which is fine. He's got some development. This is just oh, so he, off. He base. also snubbed on the interesting. <laughs> yeah, Patrick Patterson. <laughs> it's just annoying. Yeah, yeah. It's not why the Clippers are going to win. It's not even like one of, I mean, yes, it's Zoo has been phenomenal this year for the Clippers. Serge, when he's played, very good. But that's not what's going to lead us to the championship. So, like, here's the thing. Like, we, we kind of talked about uh, this a couple episodes. But, like, nobody wants to learn anything <laughs> anymore. Like, kind of on social media or in, like, the sports, like, world. The, yeah, like, the sort of the sports landscape. You want to reinforce a narrative that you believe in or like that you think is interesting yeah and like the clippers lost their luster after you know sort of getting some praise last season yeah and so this year the only time that they're going to get talked about is when the narrative reinforces cracks that this is not you oh know, good call team. you think this is a very i and just watched well, that q and doc I, i'm just saying right now i mean the clippers have won what like 
14 of their last 15 games or 13 of the last 15, yeah. something like that. Some ridiculous amount. That's uninteresting if your narrative is this is a broken team. For you know sure. what I mean? That's like, a good call. This is what the Clippers are, quote unquote, supposed to be doing. So right? when Daniel Oturu doesn't get playoff minutes, if the Clippers lose, Kevin O'Connor's going to be like, I told you. Yes. I freaking told you. Um, yeah, anyway, just talk about maybe Ty Lue or something. I don't know. There's a lot of good stuff on this team. Paul George? God forbid somebody yeah. say something good about <laughs> Paul George. Well, he also used the worst nickname ever yeah. for Paul George, which it's like, we need to move past that nickname. Yeah. I am just so exhausted by the fact that it's somehow... It's a bad Twitter joke that has carried over to the mainstream, and it's... I'm not like a, a, a that's insensitive guy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not some dipshit who doesn't think you can say whatever you want, not have consequences because you can. But the pandemic P nickname is worse. A, we're still in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, B, millions of people have died from yeah. this scenario. People's lives have been uprooted. It's been a pretty to equate that. Because everyone knows what pandemic they're talking about. Yeah. It's just a thing. It just blows my mind that it's just universally used in mainstream media. Yeah. That's why I lean more towards Trump P, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Locked on Beast might have to be a regular Friday segment. Um, <laughs> now let's get into some fun stuff. Yeah. We got an Updike special. Yes. So we're talking weird injury designations to rest players as need, the season winds down. Need that rest. I, I think that we're going to be seeing, you know, some more and more um, nagging injuries, yes. sort of in the oh yeah uh, in the report. So uh, let's 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 get into some fun ones. We have Reggie Jackson out with foggy goggles. <laughs> he won't take them off, and they won't get on fogged. Can't play today, coach. As a person whose glasses fog up every day now, yeah, it's unplayable. Can't play basketball. Can't do it. Um, what else we got in here? PG out indefinitely with Hoppus. That sounds like a real thing. Very rare condition wherein he believes he is in fact Mark Hoppus. We've all been there. Cannot play basketball because he's glued to his base just <laughs> slapping out Blink-182 covers. That's a good one. <laughs> Um, Luke Kennard out with the pump fakes. Ooh. Very similar to the yips in golf. Kennard can't do anything without faking the movement first. <laughs> oh, any action in Any his life? action. It's love like the it. yips. It's all psychosomatic. I love he's it. He's going to tie his shoes. He's like, oh, psych. Oh, got your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's going to like pay for something. He's like, oh, oh, the cashier's like, dude, what the? Come on, man. I love, I love it. <laughs> uh, Zoo, out with pretzelitis. Oh, this runs in the family. Guy didn't get enough pretzels. Yep. Unfortunately, the opposing stadium they're playing at doesn't have enough to fill the void. Yeah, that'll happen. Family um, that the the Zubats family does love pretzels. Dude, just as an interesting side. We've note. seen his quote unquote little brother <laughs> eat pretzels. Kid's huge. Yeah. Um, very tall kid. I'm gonna go. I'm loving Hoppus. <laughs> Mostly because I think uh, Paul George probably pretty good at the base if he tried. If he tried, yeah. Um, and it would be funny if Paul George had a bit of a pop punk streak. I can kind of see it. Like, just timeline-wise, I feel like it kind of makes sense. Um, he yeah. and I are roughly the same age. I think he might be a year older than me. I have no idea. How are you, 46? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm marrying Kennard out with the pump fakes. Yeah. 
I wish uh, Luke Kennard would make a sketch about this because it would be. We used to have that great Bobby and Toby content. Yeah. Where's the Luke Kennard doing some, some fine YouTube comedian type stuff? No, the pump fakes are very funny to me. And also, I've worked in service industry jobs where people have consciously done a pump fake with like their card or like handing you the check. And you want to smash their face into their food. Yeah, it, that one's bad. <laughs> it yeah. is so belittling and so infuriating. I've had it happen when I was working a rush, and you're just like, dude, how about I how about I just whip this checkbook at you? That's second worst bit in the service industry. First is still firmly, oh, I guess it's free then. Oof. Oh, is it free then? Here's I got something free for you. There's no prices on the menu. It's free then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that's how this yeah, works. It's all free. Uh, and I got a quarantine. I'm quarantining none of these. Okay. These are all these are all a good time. They're all legitimate. <laughs> They're all legitimate injuries. We need to raise awareness for every single one of these injuries, yes. in my opinion. So I'm also quarantining nothing. All right. I am I'm loving Canard out with the pump fakes. I think that that's I think that that's great. Um I'm gonna marry Reggie Jackson out with the foggy goggles. Mostly I hope that he doesn't ever take the goggles off. I think it's fun. Yeah, the goggles, he needs to make his own brand. Oh, man, that'd be good. Yeah. Reg Goggs. Reg Specs. Reg Specs is great. You smoke a little something, you get some Reg Specs. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> um, all right. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. We hope everyone has a great weekend. No game, Saturday or Sunday. Bit of a weird... What yeah, the hell am I, I can't do remember weekend? last weekend with no game. Yeah. Um, Monday's episode, we'll have a re quick recap. That game versus the Rockets. Preview of Monday's game against the Pelicans. That will not be easy. Then the Freshies and Luke Kennard progress report. Will, where can these people uh, confess to listening to us? <laughs> uh, you can confess to listening to us on uh, iTunes or the podcast app. We're also on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Deezer. You can always tell your smart speaker to play Locked on Clippers. It works yes. flawlessly. Absolutely. Uh, as we mentioned up top, we come at you Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific. We'd love to have you listen. Thanks for rocking with us. We absolutely would. Playoff basketball is almost here. Almost. It's almost here. Everyone try and chill. I've been not huh, very huh. chill about how good the Clippers have been. Um, it's been pretty fun, but I got to check myself. Uh, I have been positive, Chuck Mockler. And I am William, the opinion updike. We appreciate you. <laughs>